0: Where's the gang. gang? Gang, 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 Where's uh, What up? What, up, what up? Where's um, Jimmy? Mhm. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. You know the thing? Don't be working.
0: <clears throat> I know, right?
1: How Pyramid going? Good. It's going really good. We had our opening weekend this weekend, and so really exciting. We got two good reviews, so. Awesome swast.
0: This, this one with Freddie.
1: Yeah, one of them has Freddie.
0: Okay. I wasn't sure this one had Freddie or not, Cause Freddie looked like yes. he just yeah, Freddy looked like he just got bought in the preview, so I was like, Oh, Lord Freddie. He got he ready. bought? Yeah, like an auction. He looked oh. like Lord, I'm about to be down here down south.
1: Don't
0: do that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> I'm gonna leave Freddie alone.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: I'm looking <Mr>. for <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Well, welcome to another episode of the podcast with 3302. It's been a long time. No, nah, we don't have no, I have, no, no I I have, I have no
0: I have no I have no I have, I have no have been a long time. Been
2: a long time kid. Yes, it is. No. It's been what? A month?
1: We last recorded in May. It's June.
2: Yeah.
0: That was like Memorial Day, G. It's only ain't been that long.
1: So it's been like two and a half weeks. That ain't bad. Shut up.
0: It's just
2: <laughs> a... I'm in the building now. Yeah, you're still you still ugly though. Oh, yeah, man, I'm here. I ain't seen you. you to so sure. Where you been at? I been uh, working. Yeah, ripping and running around that place. Off ground. Man, I feel you. I feel you. You
0: yeah, know Bruce. I gas up pyramid for the one time, Les. Gas up pyramid for the one time. Tell them what y'all been doing. You feel me? Gas it up, uh, gas it up. So,
1: um, in Des Moines, we um, actually have the privilege and opportunity to have the only Black theater company in the state of Iowa, right here in the capital of Des Moines. It is titled Pyramid Theater Company. Um, our main focus is on the Black perspective and telling stories um, with. Black characters as the main focus And not subsidiary roles So we ain't nobody's maid We ain't nobody's janitor We ain't nobody's cleaning lady We ain't (laughs) nobody's nanny We is somebody And we telling those stories So um, this year we have two productions One is called Too Heavy for Your Pocket Which is by our friend Jere Holder And the other is um, How I Learned What I Learned Which is by the August Wilson About his own life and it's a one-man show and it's brilliant, brilliantly executed in direction uh, and, and with acting. So um, I recommend if you're in the Des Moines area visiting, if you're interested in coming, we're only a couple hours away from other places like Minneapolis and Kansas City and mm-hmm, all those mm-hmm. places, come see us. We have the only black professional theater company in Iowa. And that's saying a lot because it ain't that many black folks here. So for us to be doing this, is really important giving people opportunities to tell their stories from their perspective and really relate to folks that um, they either grew up with in the household or they can identify with personally. So I love it. I love my supporters. um, And I thank y'all for everything. Um, If you can't make it to a show, donate. Pyramidtheater.org. Uh, we have a donate button. We always look for donations. We are a non 501 501c3, nonprofit to be exact. And uh, we need your money. Because we ain't got there. So, hey. if y'all want to see or see black stories being told with a strong black lead from a black perspective, give. That so, I got a question.
2: I got a question. I don't know. I'm just interested. So, outside of Chicago, we're going to exclude Chicago. Um, are there other black theater companies in what we what the states you name like Minnesota, Nebraska, Missouri? Um yeah. Are there other, and we're excluding Chicago because we we would assume mm-hmm. that being a highly populated area.
1: Yeah. So mm. there's um, August Wilson actually worked in Minneapolis for a little bit before he passed away, um, and uh, St. Louis has plenty. Um, I think even North and South Dakotas have some, but they're not, Mm. um, yeah, but like for Iowa, we are the first and the only actual brand theater company. Like Iowa has had productions and black productions done, but they've never had a company. So we actually made history of being the only one in the state that's actually continuing productions every year but yeah um, Omaha has a, a, a production company like black folks are out here working it's just hard we're really small all of us are really small we're trying to like work together or really spread the word out but it's just really hard to do so because the white theaters have so much money and so much history that they end up either combining with that just to save money or you know, try to do it on their own and can't because it's it's expensive. It's really expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. Go
1: so, I got it. Yeah, Minneapolis actually has like some award winning um, stuff going on out there. Like they've not for play play.
2: Oh, that's nice. That's what's up. Oh yeah, shout out to Pyramid man. If y'all haven't go see the show. I haven't seen it yet. There's
0: you ain't seen reviews. it. You ain't you ain't seen it. How oh, you ain't seen it, bro. How you ain't gonna support your fellow co-host brother
2: because friday night it was the um des marty party with evan k davis center supporting the youth and of course yes of course my old employer my yes, y'all. I'm yes. Sad I'm
1: gonna say marty.
2: i know it was it was a hard choice though because i really wanted to go to open night, because i know that's like the best night to go to but like you know i was just like, Fuck. like this is only one time event so you know um I went there Friday night, uh, Saturday night. um let's see what I do. Oh, I had some co workers come down and then, you know, we hung up. And then tonight, you know, it's, it can't conflict with my hooping session. Oh,
1: what? what? Did you do
0: yeah, I can't have the play. I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with you all audio. Somebody's stuff is acting like real sick. It looked like Thanos came back. I told y'all to do it.
1: It's probably mine. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, what you doing?
1: Driving, sorry.
0: Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Somebody sound like they sick. See, look, we're going to do ready to kick off. Your
2: hey, I was just about to say, man, I think we should we should have Pyramid Theater um, get a uh, proclamation from the governor for being the first American theater company in the state of Iowa. Alright. Uh... Uh...
1: I mean that would
0: be nice. Okay, yeah, let's do that. What Pyramid should do? is your host, a live thirty three oh two in the in the in the DSM in the playhouse. Okay, There's shows it right there, live session up and down. Okay, if we can sell tickets. It'd be a good time, and then we'll interview the cast, man. It'd be a good time. Okay, <laughs> it'd be lit. I'm serious.
1: Um. Yeah,
0: okay. Uh, we, 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 y'all gonna shut it all down. I, y'all
1: know you not gonna come here in like the next
0: two and a half weeks, so... I could if, I... We go, if y'all gonna give us a
1: session.
2: Or he'll finesse some way out of a ticket. Right, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> just to get a free ticket. What the hell? Yeah, you know, I'll
0: pull up on you. I'll pull up. Y'all just gotta give me an excuse. I'll pull up. That ain't No problem. Yeah. Whatever. Ain't no problem. All right. All right. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. We don't get love to man. Outside the pyramid, cause pyramid get love. Who else? Right, you got somebody I get love. You got to give hands. Which one?
2: No man, I gotta get. I gotta shout out, man. So, um, I'm not sure how many people have, um, heard or have I told, but I um took a part time job with uh, Bravo Greater Des Moines. I um, and they actually strong supporters of Pyramid Theatres. Um, <laughs> with Sally Dix and shout out to her but we uh, brought seven interns from across the nation to Des Moines to work um, for our seven art organizations here in town um, so I started the diverse well I didn't start I coordinate the diversity and the arts leadership program which brings seven um, underrepresented students college students to Des Moines to you know bring diversity in the arts here in Des Moines which is very very much needed um you look at the um staff and and full-time staff and people who even volunteer for our organizations like the art center like I uh like like uh, Des Moines Performing Arts they're mainly white and so we are just you know Exposing them to um, students who could serve in leadership capacities, you know, with proper training and role modeling and so forth and so on. So, this past Monday, we brought those students to Des Moines. It's their first time, first day uh, to the city of Des Moines, and it actually, is their first time in the Midwest. So, uh, so shout out to the shout out to the Dow interns and them folks. Are, they they are really fun, fun students to work with. Um, if, if there are a couple of events that I'm gonna give shout outs that that I'm gonna, you know, put out there to the to the team, so they can come through and celebrate. Cause, you know, Bravo will be having all that money, and just get <coughs> do drinks and shit, and get out of a free bar. So, um, Javon, you have to, Javon you
0: have to, thank you, Javon. You gotta speak a little louder. Legs going through a thunderstorm on 285. Like uh, you know, you gotta speak a little louder, brother. Yes. On, oh, on, two? on 285. On 285. On
1: 285 in Atlanta. Atlanta.
0: She all the way in Atlanta.
2: That's what I'm saying, right? Speak a little louder, brother. Yeah, I hear you. But no, they shout out to the interns, man. I just, you know, I've with them a long way, and, and we're going to have a good summer this year. Whoop,
1: whoop.
0: True. Lex, like, you got to give love and hands. Um,
1: shout out to Javon for, like, signing up to do that because you didn't have to, and you felt like there was an opportunity there, and taking that on um is a lot for you to already have a full-time job and coming from grinnell and back all the time to do that you clearly have a passion for um helping others and exposing you know our our folks to different opportunities if they don't look like the opportunities that they currently have so i appreciate you for that and i thank you for the work that you're doing to do that um we had some side conversations and so I understand where you're coming from. Where your intention is like really strong and passionate about making that happen. So, thank you.
0: Um, it. Hold on. First of all, Javon, let it be known that you're doing all this work and you still can't get you still can't get casted. In pyramid. Let it be known. <laughs> I still can't get who to appear. You still you still can't get casted, brother. You still can't get no part in no play. I know, right? <laughs> they picking me up. You still can't get no play. <laughs>
1: That's not my job. <laughs> you could have gave a recommendation,
2: I, man. I'm out here doing operations, my
1: nigga. Like I'm not I don't I don't I don't Okay. Yeah, all right, all right. Yep. We'll see next we'll
0: uh, see next year. Next year he gonna make it. Okay, next year he gonna make it now. He gonna make it Doing the shout out. There you go, Lex.
2: There you go, Lex. Devon
1: <laughs> also didn't come to audition this year, so that's not my yeah,
2: fault girl come this year, remember?
1: No, you
2: did not come to auditions this year. You went last year. Oh, I thought you... But you said that the... Uh, I remember you saying that the the, the piece that I auditioned <laughs> for is this man. play right now, nigga.
1: But you came last year. You had your to come on. You did this Do You need year? to know before
2: you know my skills of the motherfucking A1 sauce.
0: Multiple. Damn, that's... A, uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> Javon thought he gonna get a call back That's all GP. He's like, no, nah, we gotta see him again. <laughs>
1: No, they ain't even, no,
2: hey, I didn't like even get no email. I didn't right? even get no email. Hey, I just want to see you a friendly reminder.
1: Um, that's, not, that's none of my business. That's not
2: my business. It's, right. it's all right. I got next year, right? I got next year. Yeah, better um, look next year. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going
1: to ruffle some feathers, but I I have to say this about my throwing hands segment. is Um... Pride Parade.
0: You
1: said
0: said what? Pride Parade.
1: Oh, okay. okay. So, I'm going to say this. Happy Pride uh, Month. It is, you know, like, I I, I am here for y'all. I am so happy. You know, like, everybody seems down for it. But I want to throw hands to these retailers and these white folks that are just glorifying and marketing just satur just the oversaturization of the rainbow and they don't know what these colors mean. They don't really know what pride really is. They just know, Oh, the gays come out and we do a parade for it. Like that's really what it seems like here in Iowa. Um and it really kinda hurts to know that can y'all hear me? Am yeah, I good? Yeah, you good, you're good. Um, It hurts to know that, you know, Stonewall was done by um, a trans woman, a trans black woman, let's be for real, and it's been saturated by the white market as this just fun and just joyous occasion and moment and stuff like that. People got hurt. People have lost their lives. People have done things for your community and like you still won't even let black people into your community that identify you know like it's just and even today like walking in a parade I had I walked in a parade for work and I just it was just so white and I was just like where are our folks at where are our people at and I know we're in Iowa so I'm asking for a lot but it was just like I just, y'all ain't the movers and shakers. Y'all not really making no difference. Like, these folks can go to work and be just who they are and be fine. Black folks who identify can't do that. You know, it's just, I don't know. I, I ain't necessarily throwing heavy hands, but I'm just I'm over it. I'm so over the, let me buy a rainbow flag. Let me buy a this. Let me buy rainbow underwear. And Let me buy this, this, this. But you're not a real ally because when you see a trans woman or you see a trans man, you're like, oh, my God, what is wrong with them? Why do they look like that? What do they have on? Why are you doing that? No, you're not a supporter then. You're not an ally. You're not an a, a advocate. You're nothing. You're just buying shit because it looks. Cute, and just so you can say that you did something. You ain't do shit, but walk in no damn parade, throw out some candy or do something else. Like, you ain't doing nothing but a cause. And I'm not saying that I truly um, understand everything or understand every identity and within the community, but, like, as an ally, it's important to recognize that you don't know everything. And I'm tired. I'm so tired of these white folks acting like they know everything about everything. You don't. You don't. And so,
2: that's my hand for it currently. That's interesting. I just had this conversation with uh, Brother Ferguson um, because we were at the farmer's market and I asked him, like, we were talking about the lack of uh, uh, black and brown faces at the farmer's market downtown. And he made an interesting point about how, you know, if more black and brown people were to come to those spaces... Like, let's take the farmer's market, for example. Um, The farmer's market will eventually move It'll, it'll 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 shut down its current operation downtown and it'll move to West Because, you know what? Like we don't have access to get to More. Like you got that one bus that in West Moines and
1: Valley Right, but
2: I'm just saying if we start if, if black and brown people start to come and 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 take over that space and you know, you'll start seeing more vendors that are black and brown faces and they would actually be like, mm-hmm. Oh no, I don't wanna be part of this anymore. Like, but y'all keep talking about diversity not- though. Y'all keep wanting that shit to happen, but y'all not And like all them vendors, why and why why isn't one black vendor at the Des Moines farming market?
1: You know how expensive it is to be in farmers um, market. That's what I'm saying.
2: But if you know that, you know, it's expensive and that most People who come from underprivileged, underrepresented backgrounds can't afford it. Then you make exceptions for that. If you truly talking about diversity, nope. then you, then you, then they you make accommodations they for that. You say, "Look, I know that." You know, it's just like recognizing what you just said, man. It, it's just stupid. It is stupid. That's, that's and that's what, like it kind of pissed me off, and I'm, I'm a, I'm I'ma throw somebody
1: under the bus real quick. It kind of pissed me off being the. Um, the lead of the diversity and inclusion um, area at work, that they kind of threw this parade under my belt because it was like, I don't identify. And a lot of my, my group doesn't. I have a couple members in my in my committee that does, but like, you want me to be the face of something and take responsibility for something I truly don't fully understand. You know, like, I don't think that's fair. We didn't have a representative that, that can really show us like how this is supposed to be done, so we just out there corporate wise, just just cut. That's how I felt, and it was like we allies. That's pretty much it. But like, I don't think we had to have a face necessarily. But like, there's different ways of approaching that, and I just, I, I just didn't feel that. that I think it, to me, it just felt like it was given to me, like here, do this. Yeah. It wasn't you be interested because I see that you support one Iowa or I see that you support this 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 it was just here Alexis, you the black lead now here here you go hey
2: you should have <laughs> did what uh what the other black theater company do and call their cousin who's gay so that they can ask three questions and be good. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh
1: doing this with you. I'm not going to wrestle nobody's <laughs> feathers. <share> <line. laughs> that that's the shit I'm talking about. Like, that's not fair. That's not fair to somebody's identity. That's not fair to somebody's community for me to be like, oh, I know you. You identify, so let me just uh, come to you and ask you all the questions. Like, what? what? Right. That's like, with somebody come to me asking me all the black questions. Right. I don't
2: right. know. Right. Yeah. You had said it. So that's the first thing that came up. I was like, oh, shit. This is an oop.
0: That's a oop. That is a Well, let me see. Uh Lex, you got any more. Oh,
2: well, she gone.
0: Oh, she gone. Wamp, wamp, wamp. Well, <laughs> she'll probably come back in a second. She probably but, just
2: partnered. and it's probably disconnecting from her car.
0: She probably did. We'll give her a few seconds before. No, cause I was gonna say mine was well I give love first. I get love to Ava name man. Ava goddamn dude, like, cause, uh She made... If y'all ain't seen When They See Us yet, y'all tweaking. But it is a black horror film. She
2: so you finished it? I finished it. Oh, you said that you wasn't gonna finish it.
0: Nah, I, it took me a while to finish it. I finished it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I finished it. Like, the... Like, I ain't... I don't think I've seen act, like, activism through art the way that she's doing it right now. And it's... um super super hella dope all how she's telling all these stories and bringing everything to light especially people for the people who don't feel like they have a voice so my shout out to Ava um have you seen
2: it yet Javon? Uh I seen the first two parts.
0: Yeah, what you think of the first two parts so far?
2: That for that you know so first I have to say that um that in during this time of like um when it was happening, I guess, or when this story broke, you know, uh, a lot of the details, I mean, we, we kind of already knew, because, oh. I mean, they they exposed it all. I just, I have a frustration and a huge disappointment when our community, like, when it's put in a film, you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I have, I have a disappointment that we have to wait till shit is made into a film in order to, like, like now, be aware of it. Although I will say, very like the first episode, the, the first scene really just just grabs you. It just like, damn, like what's what the hell is going on? Like, what are they? You know, what are they doing? Um, and so it it, it it's definitely a very very good good show. Um, and and some all around just just good kudos, bro. I I haven't seen all of it, but it's really good. It's really it, good.
0: Yeah, so, like, when I watched it, like, I knew the facts of it and knew what was going on, but I think it's kind of, like, that also happened in, what, 1989? Like, you know, information wasn't flying all the way, like, you would think all the information would be transparent all over the place, but, you know, it was so easy for it just to, like, go ahead and be done. Um, No, and, hold on, actually, because we'll actually take a break. Yeah, we're yep. gonna take uh one little break. We're gonna do part one, then we're gonna finish part two with this in a second. So we'll be right back.
1: Welcome back to the post with thirty three oh two. I am so sorry, that was my bad.
0: Uh Yep, part two of this ready, podcast is sponsored them. by Oodles and Noodles. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh so <laughs> chicken flavor. Yeah. Um,
1: so, but yeah, go back to what y'all were talking about. Y'all had some thought provoking. I was, I was listening. I can, no. y'all couldn't hear me, but I was listening. Well, have
2: you seen yeah. the show? Yeah.
1: yeah. Have you seen when it, you it seen true. all
0: four parts? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I remember when I first watched part one, I had text like Javon and a few other folks, and I'm like, bro, I can't really watch nothing else, like for real, like for a minute, because part one already just gets you everything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And the from the beginning, and I think the thing that Ava does in an amazing way is that she doesn't just highlight the the five men like in prison; like she highlights their lives after prison.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I think like just to show like how, he, their like how just their daily basic living things is like stripped away. Um, I want to give this is, like part two it to give love to the brother who played Corey Wise.
1: Woo. Jamel, oh what's his name, Jamel Booker, Jamel something, somebody look it up real quick.
0: Yeah, we'll find it, but that brother, he
1: there's was a also reason in Moonlight.
0: One, yes, he was also in Moonlight, mm-hmm. but yep. yeah, so he's done just two heavy films, <laughs> you know, just by that one, but him yes, being sir, Corey on part sort of four, Woo. bruh, here, him doing Corey on part four. Like, I knew Corey had to be part four. Because I remember Corey was on one There we go.
1: Jarrell Jerome. Okay, thank you. Jerome.
0: Because I knew he had to do, I knew part four had to be him. Because Corey was on one charge as an adult. And I knew that one was going to be heavy. I knew it was going to be heavy. That's why I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh. Like, all this stuff is about to be like crazy, bro. But. Like, the whole series is, is true like a Black horror film. I feel like that's something you only can genuinely, I think, is Black folk really watch once. Yeah, like, I, I feel like there's something you could just, you just, you're not going to go back and just, like, watch that unless it's for, like, discussion, dialogue purposes. You know what I'm saying? I feel
1: like we talked about that before. Remember, I think I said this in a previous episode, like, Selma. I mm-hmm. couldn't watch Selma no more. Like I saw it once. That was good enough for me. I wasn't watching that movie again um, because it was traumatic. Mm-hmm. It's traumatic. And it's like, especially when you have parents or grandparents telling you what they experienced and then you watch it on film, it's like, whoo. Woo. Yep. Episode four, when I said oh I god up in there seely crying in my living room, every, like, every couple minutes, and especially when he was in solitary confinement, he was just losing it. That just, that took me through it. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it.
0: Yeah, man, it was tough, and then especially, well, Javon, you ain't, like, you gotta learn that, you know, like, Corey has a brother, like, it's just a whole bunch of stuff. Well, yeah, yeah like, we're like not, just, oh, well, not yeah. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you learn about Corey's, you know, Brother and like every man, it's just a lot, bro. It's just a lot. Yeah. um, uh, yeah, So I'm just saying, like yeah. you know, Huge shout just... out to Queen huh? They did everything. Yeah. Oh, shout yeah. Out to they're actually doing a. It's actually gonna drop on Netflix on Tuesday. They're doing the interview. The central part five of doing the interview with Oprah, and that's dropping on Tuesday. And it's gonna be oh, oh my god. I'm yeah. just gonna
1: be an emotional red.
0: Bro, I watched the, I forgot, what's the brother's name who, who is dad, like, uh, who is dad trying to tell him just tell him, tell him what they want to hear?
2: Yeah, tell uh, them what they want to hear. Um, cook,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, oh, man, I'm mean, the names mixed up, but. You,
1: no, not Youssef. um Because there's Corey. Yeah, yeah it's not
0: Yusuf. No, it's not Yusuf. Uh,
1: Kevin and, oh, God. Oh, my God. A- Antron. Antron.
0: Yeah, Antron there you go. Mm-hmm. So, when he, like, I saw an interview with him, and he's talking about how, like, his, like, his, not only, like, his child, t- but he was saying how, like, man, the relationship with his father, like, just, yeah, I guess, like, he's just saying how, like, bro, that's really how it was. Like, there was no relationship after that, man. Like, that was it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, Ooh. she really destroyed, like, this whole man's family, like, everybody's family. And the thing that's so crazy is that with Laura, so, that's what you get hands. as Laura Fair. What is it? Fair, Fair fine? What mm-hmm. Was it Fairstein? Fairfine? What's in it? So yeah. she. It don't
1: really matter because she didn't think nobody's lives matter except for what she wanted, which was justice for one person, and that was it. Not everybody else. Not really digging into evidence. And ooh, fuck that sock! Y'all knew where that sock was there yeah. the whole time. Oh my
0: god, that sock blew me. Mm. But mm. man, mm. that whole thing was like. You know, she like they say. All right, she been dropped from all her boards. She been dropped from her books, whatever. But I'm sitting here like this woman was like a big. Now I ain't gonna say national bestseller. What was but... that?
1: Thirty years later, thirty four. You know, almost forty years later. Now you getting dropped? Now?
2: I mean, yeah, she you already got built so the
1: many accolades. You got a right. fortune. And right. these men, and you gonna sit up here and say that these men don't deserve the 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 millions that they get, and they got to split. They got to split millions. No, they each deserved more than $41 million apiece for what you did to their lives. These were babies, and you didn't see them as children. You saw them as demons. You saw them as something less than. You did not see them as children at all, at all. You demonized babies and villainized them to a whole community, and fuck Donald Trump. We all, like you said, Javon, most of us was aware of the situation. We knew Donald Trump had something to do with it. I remember, you know, this resurfacing when they finally got exonerated and everything like that, and they, you know, put it up in the forefront that Donald Trump had something to do with it, and when I seen that, and he started the Apprentice show and all that, and that resurfaced, I was like, oh, no, Mm -mm. I can't get jiggy with you at all, because, you don't care about nobody's lives. You just care about getting some attention on yourself. And I, I can't get down with that. And so these folks are still back in this racist-ass man, Cheeto-ass-looking dust bucket. And he, he ain't saying not a damn word. He's still talking about they're not telling the truth and this that, and the other. And the truth is right there in the evidence. The truth has been in the evidence since 1989. Y'all decided to villainize black children and Hispanic children, and y'all didn't care. Y'all didn't care. Y'all got what y'all wanted, and y'all didn't care about nothing else but uh, getting justice for this white woman. That wasn't even justice because that wasn't the truth. The truth is what that justice should have been. Y'all didn't give it to her, and y'all done fed that woman lives. And I'm reading articles about her still talking about all of them aren't innocent and they still had something to do with it. Bitch, they weren't nowhere near you. They went nowhere near you. The evidence proved that multiple years ago. It proved it again. Recent years It's proving it now in the story. Bitch, shut the fuck up. I'm sorry that that shit happened to you, but you could suck a dick. Because why? How? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? None of that shouldn't have happened to you. You shouldn't have been raped. You shouldn't have been mauled down. You shouldn't have been left to die. But for you to sit up here and now know the truth and you still think that the police did something right by you, they didn't do nothing right by you. They lied to you constantly and still lying to you today. And I understand that she doesn't remember much. And so that's why I can't fault her too much. But the way that she's going about it and saying that they are lying about this and you can see that they were nowhere near you. And they admitted that they were nowhere near that area, girl. Boom, them videos, the 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 the, the reels that they've been showing about them young men—you can tell that somebody told them to lie and told them it's okay to tell you tell us something so that you can get out. That is horrific. Them babies went through some shit. Kevin got hit with that damn um, police helmet and sat Mm -hmm. there, and they let that boy bleed. He could have had a concussion. They let him bleed and just push and push and push until he told a lie that he had no... 14? The babies was 14 to 16 years old. I Mm can't... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: That stuff was all tripped out, and then I'm sitting here like, and now I guess learning more about Corey. I'm like, man, Corey got in this whole thing just by going to support Help his mans, just to support your mans and make sure your mans is good. And I'm like, come on, bro! Like, and then Yusuf, like, he was talking about how he still like he feels guilty still as a result of that. Like, all he's doing was just looking out for me, and he had the worst sense out of everybody.
1: Because he was the oldest and they could do that. And that's the thing. That's a 16-year-old child. A 16-year-old baby. And y'all tried him as an adult. What? What? And then the thing is, they knew he had nothing to do with it. Knew he had nothing to do with it. And when they picked him up, they said he had nothing to do with it. And then y'all set up here. whoo! Woo! I just... And then, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw hands. Real quick, besides the fact that we threw hands at Linda and uh, Katie and all them heifers that was involved in that shit, fuck NYPD. That that was just woo, all over the place. The mayors of that time, fuck y'all. Um, I said Donald Trump, mm. but forget the n words that I. Who lo- these n words that doesn't watch this? Like you said, Javon, y'all act like y'all know everything. Y'all don't know shit. How y'all just now learning about Central Park 5? That is a piece of our history that you should have already known. Get the hell out of here. Y'all talking about, oh, I should have seen this before. And then what I can't stand is niggas who think they know everything. If I was they mama, I would have, bitch, you don't know what you would have did.
2: Right.
1: You don't know what you would have done. Because you know what? The mamas was the same mamas who was trying to find their babies, going up in there, and the police wasn't allowing them to see their children. You can't fight your way through the police system. You can't fight your way through that shit. When they done made up their motherfucking mind, they done made up their motherfucking mind. And this is coming from a person who had that happen to her. No. When they make that shit up, they start believing that shit, and they move forward with that shit. They don't give a fuck what you got to say. So you talking about what you wouldn't have did, or what your child wouldn't have went through, or what this... Fuck you. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And y'all would have been the same ones that can't barely read or write shit. And y'all would have signed away some shit to your child because you sitting up there trying to get them out. That's the problem. Oh, because y'all know everything. Y'all watch YouTube so you know your rights because you know YouTube. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Niggas. I I really am. I really am. And and and, and y'all know everything because y'all watch Netflix. Y'all know everything because y'all done looked on Google. Y'all know everything because y'all done shared everything on Facebook posts. Facebook posts ain't always the truth. Look up the truth for yourself. Read some news clippings. Read the read the evidence. Read things. Read. Reading is fundamental. Stop sharing shit that you ain't read yet. Stop sharing shit that you ain't did your extensive research. I feel like I say this every couple of months. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of our people. Uh, what I would have did was this. And I wish my son would have gotten a car with them policemen. That boy was scared. He was trying to help his friend. He was scared. He thought his friend was going to die. That's what he said. My, your mama going to kill me if I don't go with you. He was looking out for his boy, just like you tell your kids, look out for your friend. Don't let them get caught up in no shit. That's what he was trying to do. And when he got up in there, they saw an open target because he didn't go to school. He couldn't read and he couldn't barely write. That's what they saw. They saw somebody that they can get. So while y'all sitting up here on Facebook sharing shit, make sure your child know they write. Make sure your child know what's happening. Make sure your child know how to read and write. Make sure your child know how to cur- do up and write their names and shit and manuscript because they over here signing their names and don't know what they signing for. Make sure you doing that. Be a parent. Get the fuck off the damn internet. Okay, I'm done.
0: <laughs> you,
1: you, you sure? <laughs> like, you sure? I just woo they sure? niggas, They just irritate me with that. Like y'all just know everything, and, and and you you just been through everything. You ain't been through nothing. You don't know nothing. shit
0: gotcha. just dropped the ether. <laughs> that was ether right there, boy. <laughs> I'm
1: just tired. Yeah, I'm
0: so... no, i I'm, you. I hear I, hate shit. You. I hate... Hell yeah yeah, yeah. No, a thousand percent now the thing that somebody hey, i was talking to somebody about this or whatever it's like how do you make this like like okay so we was having a um i was having a conversation with like i was i was having a conversation and he was talking about how like you know they got like a whole bunch of other shows they said like do you really feel like you know a lot of nine people of color are going to watch that documentary
1: no um no
2: you, you, are you saying that they won't watch it i don't
1: think they
2: will like
0: how like i like i'm like do you feel that it's gonna get the energy it needs like nationally? like i feel like it is like you know just because mm. you know it's on netflix platform netflix pushed it hard you know there's mm. been all the writings and stuff that was in it you know mm-hmm. the fact that oprah and all these other folks doing it random another random well it's not actually random so i saw like who another one of the ex- the executive directors was it was mm-hmm. um, it's it's robert de niro because you know robert de niro don't fuck with trump <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. oh yeah
1: he was he probably jumped on that first thing
0: yeah he wanted he was like the he's one of the executive producers on that i'm like what
1: oprah robert
0: de
2: niro i'm like
0: okay and I so, think that's
2: why I, I think people will make a choice on whether or not I mean those who don't agree with the show or even the the the, the things that come into light probably won't watch it because they just they just don't fuck mm-hmm. with us. But those who are on the fence or who just want to gain more knowledge will watch it. So I, I definitely think that people are gonna watch
1: it. I I don't think nothing's
2: gonna it. happen to it. Like,
1: I don't think it's dead after this. Nothing.
2: Right. Right, ain't no anybody. They ain't finna go back and say, "Okay, now we gonna give y'all four, four million a piece." That shit ain't finna happen.
1: I mean, so I, I, I listen when I'm in white spaces, and they talk about shows that pop up in my same feed of Netflix, and I feel that this was too heavy for them because this is something that's still happening today. They like to look at the past stuff, like. Oh, that we've moved past that now. We, we, we've grown from that. This shit, what happened to them young men still happened today. Today, young babies getting tried as adults for little shit. All this whole legalization of marijuana nationwide in different states and stuff. And y'all still treat these children that have bag, baggies or dime bags about it like they are criminals. I can't get with it. I can't. Like, I, I just, mm. I, and I, I overhear people talking about the show that they watching. And it's the same shows that get recommended at the same time as when they see us. They're not choosing that, y'all. They're not going to choose to watch that. And if they do, it's like, oh, no, this is too much. Can't watch this. Mm. Nope. Going to go out. Because they don't know. They think that this shit is made up. They don't think that this shit is real. They don't think that this shit still happened to us today. They think that this shit is racist. And racism was in 1960. And we stopped it after MLK got assassinated. It was done. Racism was done. We were done. He died for civil rights. And we were done after that. We don't have racism. Donald Trump is the only racist that we have and his supporters. That's it. They don't see that they play a part and what happens to us then white women probably who played a role in that and nypd who played a role in that probably don't think that they racist at all about what they did they felt like justice was served they don't think about the lives that they impacted the black and brown lives that they impacted they don't think about the parents that they impacted they don't think about the families that they impacted. they don't give a fuck they don't care and so that's why i'm like they're not watching this they're not watching this. Just because Robert De Niro did it, fine. Whatever, cute. They're not watching this because it's directed by a black person. It's about black people. And it's about our experiences and our tribulations and trials that we've had to go through with their asses. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. They might turn it on for an episode or two, and that's it
0: now for the for the now like i was talking about this with one of my one of my homies out here because he got his son and i'm like hey bro what, like you feel like you gonna watch this with your son he said yeah for sure but he don't know what age he's like man i don't know when to show him this you know what i'm saying because i don't want his like innocence to be gone too early because it's already gonna be gone early but i don't want to take it away from him you know what i mean right. so it's just right. kind of like I I feel like it's been, I feel like it's troubling, like, for parents, for them to try to figure out, like, they know their kids need to see this. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, you in this jam, don't you say a damn thing. You just sit there. Like, if you ever in that jam, don't say shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just kind of, like, tricky because then it's like, all right, so you do this, like, what age you gonna have them talk to? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to think about when, shoot, when I was younger, when you actually get talking about the police. I remember when I was, like, I don't know, like, young, young. I think maybe like seven eight maybe so
1: i mean I as a daughter, I guess a right as a daughter of a cop i never really had that conversation yeah and me neither it, it was yeah it was like i think that my my father felt like we were above that you know like nothing would happen to his baby girl to where he would have to worry about it. So when something did happen to me and he saw what happened to me, he was there. When it happened to me, it was like, that triggered something in my dad. And I looked at my father's eyes when all that was going down and I saw him lose faith in what he took an oath in. He lost faith in the system. He lost faith in the, the police department. He lost faith in all of that in moments, just a brief moment because it was like, I put my life on the line every day for people. I've saved lives. I've ended lives for the sake of the blue and this and that and the other. And this is how y'all treat me. They treated him just like another nigga that day. And it was like, wow, wow. And, you know, he was sitting there trying to explain and do all this and go through this and all that. And they did not care. Them white men did not care. And so when we finally settled through everything and moved past everything, my father called me and said, you know, I never had that conversation with you because I didn't think I had to. And now I'm sitting here regretting that I never brought that to your attention that some folks ain't good for you. All these police officers ain't the greatest. And so, you know, it was coincidental that like I think two holidays before all that had happened, me and him had gotten to a big argument about like, um, Uh, Trayvon Martin and young men who were being killed by the police and um, um, Jaquan McDonald was really um, like that was unsurfacing at that moment and I was just like dad these police don't give a fuck about black life they don't care and I know you a cop and I love you and I, I pray for you every day because I know you going out there but you gotta understand that everybody ain't you and he was just like, no, 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 you got to understand where they coming from because their life is on the line every day. And woo, woo, woo. And you know, when he saw that shit happen to me and that officer took that gun and almost shot me. Oh, he took that gun out his holster so fast, my father and they told him what happened. My father's face was just like, so you are ready to kill a young woman who is working on her master's degree in the state of Iowa just because you feel like it just because you fucking feel like it, you know? And so it was just like, that was an eye opener. And I think that that's where we fall sometimes is that when we feel like we are educated or we come up in status or we, you know, come from something and we, we, we kind of push past where we came from and we, we moving up, we forget that at the end of the day, they just see us as they see us. Blacks ain't shit trying to get shit
2: shit like jay-z said just another nigga
1: exactly and so i just i i don't know when it's the appropriate time to teach your children like you said brian you don't want to you don't want to ruin the innocence of your child but this world is ruining the innocence of our children every day every day I think it's too young for like kindergarten and first grade and stuff like that. But I feel like once they get to third and fourth grade, these teachers stop caring about them. That's where you can see the research. These children that are remedial and reading and writing, it starts at third grade because those teachers stop caring. They just pass them on, pass them on. And that's the the formative years is where you're supposed to start. If they're not catching on, you're supposed to start paying attention and sitting them down and individualizing them so that they can really grasp on to what's happening. And research has shown that these folks, they just keep passing them on. These kids can't read. They get to high school. They passing them on through high school. They think that they getting good grades. So they try to apply for scholarships and they can't even write an essay. So i I think that when when you start seeing that injustice happening in the school system, I think that's when you start having that conversation with your child that everybody ain't here for you. We here for you, but everybody ain't here for you, and that's n in words included, because all your skin folk ain't your kin folk. So
2: it's kind of interesting because, like, I don't know. I th- I think I pretty much shared my um you know educational experience with a couple of folks i don't know if i expressed it with y'all but like when i was in and i don't know how much y'all know about atlanta public schools but a while back probably like three four years back there was a scandal that happened in in the and like probably like 30 teachers had to go to jail and the superintendent the standardized testing? yes so yeah, no, those man. teachers who got locked up and went to jail were actually my teachers, like they were in my classroom, you know teaching me and I remember like we had to take the standardized Georgia high school graduation test in eleventh grade, and this is the test to determine whether or not you graduate or not from high school and literally like we had to we had to go to summer we had to go to Saturday school as juniors we had to go to Saturday school like until we went to this test and took it. Um, and the person who was teaching the test or, or Saturday schools, who would come and teach us Saturday school, was actually the people who created the test, and they were giving us the answers word from word, like in the order of the fucking test. I swear to God, like I remember getting my test and seeing the exact same questions in the exact same order as the dude showed us in the in 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 Saturday school. He was like, man. I know y'all going to fail this, so ain't no way I'm going to let y'all do that. They are out here trying to like tell y'all, y'all y'all can't graduate based on some standardized test, and so they didn't believe in it, and so they gave us all the answers and shit. And from that point on, I always questioned, like, why would somebody want to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would they do that? And then I learned that, like, in 12th grade, I was actually learning on the 6th grade level. Wow. I was like, hell no.
1: That's some fucked up shit. Yeah, um, and so I was having a conversation with some friends who worked in admissions, um, when I was at Drake, and they were like, you know, we kind of the way that they let you in was because they can tell that you had some sort of potential, but your writing level wasn't on the level of the white students who were applying from the Chicago land north side area. Um, they was like all the south side kids that applied y'all shit was trash like it was garbage it was like honestly your GPA and your volunteerism is what got you through um, and your ACT score but like you said like it, it was we, we didn't know we didn't know how to really write and formulate essays and do all that we was told you had a first uh, intro, uh, introduction you had a middle um, paragraph and you had your conclusion yeah, that's yeah. all we was told Five, and that's raised right, right level. Yep. Yeah. And so it's it's I, I understand where you are coming from with that because um Illinois has very low standardized testing um uh scores as well. And it's not just it's they don't focus on the whole state. So if you focus on the whole state, it's very apparent that it's the south suburbs and the south side of Chicago and those areas is not the north side. They out here just excelling and exceeding and doing all that. When we struggling. Like ours my high school was the lowest scoring standardized test area for years to the point where they was threatening to take our funding and shut us down. Mm-hmm. So
2: So they come in and privatize it. Yep. They would come in and privatize it, put all these kip uh these schools, private charter schools.
1: And our can... school was like one of those schools where all the bad kids got sent from the from the city and from the West side and everything like that. So if you couldn't make it out there, they was shipping you out there to live with your grandma and you was coming to school with us, you know, like Thornton was the same way, you know, we didn't have opportunity like that. We didn't. And then, you know, it pissed me off when I was growing up in like my senior year, I got accepted to a a few schools and I would take my acceptance letter to my guidance counselor who did not help me do nothing. Nothing. I applied to those schools by myself. I didn't know nothing about nothing. My mama didn't know nothing about nobody's FAFSA. She didn't know how to feel nothing of that stuff out. So she was like, you going to have to figure it out on your own. Lex. Like, I can't do that with you. I don't know what this means. And I'm asking my guidance counselor. She's not answering my emails. She not answering my calls. She not at office hours. Like nothing. I get some acceptance letters. Here she go plastering up on the wall talking about look what I did I got her in the school what did you do I barely got in schools if it wasn't for my school involvement playing tennis and being in drama and doing all that I wouldn't have gotten none of schools and then struggling through my freshman and sophomore year feeling less than and feeling like I didn't know shit I didn't know nothing that was coming out them professor's mouth I was sitting there like what what are y'all saying to me Talking about derivatives and all this stuff. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
0: The derivative of E is always E. So, <laughs> e. ever forget that. Okay. That's free. Just always remember that one, man. So,
1: but you know, I think that it's going back to this. Um, to me, it was a movie. It, I know it was a series, but that was a horror movie. And to it was a horror film. This, it was. And it was just like, sometimes you feel like your children don't have a chance in this world because they keep putting things again, like they keep putting stuff in front of us. Every time we push through something and we push past it, here they go with another obstacle, another something. And um, in, in, in how I learned what I learned by August Wilson, he um, one thing that he says in that play and it, it resonates with me is that, Asian Americans can go wherever they want and they're accepted. Czech Republicans, uh, not Republicans, sorry, Czech Republic um, folks can go anywhere and be accepted. Germans, um, you know, anybody except black folks. We are trained and expected to behave like white people. Nobody else is expected to behave like that. Nobody else is expected to do what they do except for us. Why? Why? You stole from us. And now that you're, you stole from us, you're upset that we don't behave in the manners in which you whipped us and chained us and did all that too. And we are breaking from that and moving from it and create, and we created our own identity again after you stole it from us once we, we done went and created it again and you can't handle that. So you feel like you have to punish us because we're not behaving like you want us to behave. Like you quote unquote trained us to behave. That's not how we do things anymore. And so if it, it, that, that passage that he says, when you see the show, it sits with you because it's just like, they don't, you see a group of, um, any other culture walking around doing what they do, nobody pays them any mind or attention, call them uh villains or gang members or anything like that. But if our kids step out of line once and say, sing a song out loud or girl, what you not gonna do? It's they demonize immediately, immediately. So it's just it's sad. I mm, I fear because we still got this person in office, and the way that this administration is moving, they're gonna reelect that mofo in, and <laughs> I'm sorry they are they are the fear that they have and the faith that they have that this man is going to do something great, which it ain't helping none of them at all, they're gonna reelect him, and the way that like these these white men having straight straight pride parades and shit like that i I can't get with it. I don't understand that y'all are just so bold now. Y'all so bold, so bold. It's gonna. It is. It, it's, it's just scary. It's really scary. And people don't understand that people of color are really just like waiting for y'all to just lose y'all mind because we gonna have to defend ourselves. We gonna have to protect ourselves against y'all crazy selves. And y'all just think we just out here just losing our mind. No, y'all are doing some stuff to us, and y'all think we don't see it. We see it. We see
0: it. Wait a hey, leg, like, wait way to tie it all back in August and then, you know. Don't care one more time. Don't care one more
1: time. It is, y'all. It really is. It, it's crazy. And then like I'm not even gonna mention the other show, but like stuff happens in that show. But like it, it does. And with me, for me, it always ties back in and that's why I try not to talk so much about what happens in theater because every time something happens in, a, in like a big event in, in history that happens act, in actual uh, present time, it, it impacts me when I'm doing a show or working on the show because I'm in that script or I'm looking at these people act this out and I'm seeing it happen on stage. And I'm like, it's still happening today. And it's, it's just, it's emotional. It's a lot. It's a lot.
0: It is, man. So, you know, at the end of the day, man, just make sure, like, you know, everybody just support each other, man, as best as y'all can. You know what I'm saying? Like, just make sure you educate yourselves on everything. Make sure you – source that you have, you know what I mean? And then from there, you should be able to set yourself up to be successful in the long run. So. So, I think we we just hit our time, too. So, shoot, y'all got any, like, final things y'all want to say? Or y'all good
1: oh, um i'm good
0: what about you, i'm gonna give
2: it a, i'm gonna give the plug to uh to pyramid again man look if y'all haven't and want to see the show go see the show pyramidthere dot org um you can go on the website read the, read read the uh read read what what plays you what plays you're gonna see um, Shout out to Alasis Davis from the South Side of Chicago. <laughs> that's your new name. I'm make that your intro now. Oh but yeah, shout out to you, man, and all the hard work you've been doing. Shout out to Brian. Hey, look, man, I'll be out there next week. Boy, wait, in two weeks, two weeks, right? Yeah, in two, two weeks, weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, be out there.
1: Two we'll weeks. Go ahead, we'll go ahead. Oh, oh, Lord. Lord. Yep. oh my God, y'all finna get it in. Y'all, hey, y'all be pray so for
2: crazy. me, man. Who knows? Right, good- Anything all right. happens with this fool? <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: no!
0: Man. I'm a man. Either way, oh god, you always say that. I am man. It's true. Okay. So, with that say y'all be good, man. Y'all have a good week. We'll be back quicker than. Jizzle. Mm-hmm. Have a good G- week,
1: y'all.